Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. Gifted psychic. It's the world's most gifted psychic. Um, I'll just project as much love and light as I can, but then I'm sure that you guys are doing the same thing. Gary Spivey. Gary Spivey. Get your questions answered on the morning after. Yeah, he is the world's most gifted psychic. Good morning, Gare Bear. Hey, good morning. How are you? Where are you calling us from? Uh, Today I'm in in, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. All right. We'll start off with Tulsa and Jan. Hello, Jan. Oh, good morning. Are you doing all right this morning? I'm doing all right this morning. Gary, um, I'm feeling a disconnect from my intu- uh, intuition, and I'm feeling like I have some blockages within. So I'm going to ask you to, if you would clear my dimensions for me, please. Okay, there we go. I can do it very fast. I did it that quick. And uh, you'll notice you're starting to feel a little warmer and a little lighter all over. Feel that feeling? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So that easy. <clears throat> and today's it. You know, it's the easiest time in the world to meditate. There's so much light on the planet. There's actually more light on the planet than ever before. Thank you very much, Jan. Thank you. Very uh, what Jan has. Yeah, and by the way, I heard we're going to get a lot of lightning and crap uh, coming up on Sunday. It's going to be really bad weather here. So maybe that's what Gary's talking yeah. about. I just wanted to ask about the, um, the meditation stuff and clearing your head. How easy and hard is it to do that? Uh, it's very easy. Uh, if you think it's easy, it's easy. If you think it's difficult, it's difficult. And uh, which is, you know, that goes along with pretty much everything in life. Uh, but I just it, find myself sitting there and overthinking about all these things and I'm like, crap, I should be meditating and clearing my head. But then I start thinking about other things. Well, so. you know, I think if, if people spend about half the time worrying or even 10% of the time on meditation that they spend on worrying, should I say, uh, you're, you're going to be fine. And so instead, every time you sit down and start to worry about, oh, my God, i got to pay this bill, or I don't know about my job, or what's my love life doing, uh, you know, every time you start to worry, if you simply just meditate a little bit, and meditation is just letting light in your head. And so um, it, it's really simple. Just imagine golden light coming down in a spiral that goes clockwise around your body. And uh, if you're looking down at the top of your head from the sky, see a clockwise spiral like a golden tornado. And if you just imagine that, that's meditation. That'll clear your head. I don't know if we want to be imagining a tornado here in Tulsa. (laughs) Well, good point. Uh, Molly, Tulsa, uh, how are you doing this morning? I'm fine. How are you? Now, I'm doing well. You said you're having some anxiety issues? Yes, I have extreme anxiety and panic attacks. And I brought it up to my doctor several times. And he just gives me Xanax. But it's not curing it, and I'm trying to pinpoint what's going on. Well, here's what's going on. The doctor won't have a clue. I mean, he don't have a clue. Yeah, he does not. And so not only him, but I don't believe any doctor really has a, uh, they may have a clue what's going on in the first dimension. However, panic attacks occur 
uh, with one of the other dimensions and you have some dark energies in there that's attacking you. Now, if I look at you, I would pull, I see a, a little black hole spiraling. Sometimes you'll have pings and pains in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, there, and I just got rid of that. Notice how your sinuses opened up? Mm-hmm, yes. Weird feeling, right? It is weird. Yeah, and your hands got lighter. Feel that feeling? Yes. Okay. This was a, a, a dark energy blocking one of your spiritual gifts. You have another little black hole in your chest, and you have a big panic attack entity on your chest. You always have panic attacks in your chest where you feel like something's jumping on your chest and beating you up, right? Yeah, so my throat gets really tight and all yeah, that stuff. Well, Okay, watch what, watch what happens when I peel this thing off of you. This is in the sixth dimension. And if you read my book, it'll explain all this stuff. And so there we go, and I just rolled it off of you. Now look how you're feeling now. You're smiling? Yeah, I feel good. Isn't that weird? But you feel lighter in your chest. Feel it? Yes. Okay. And then I got rid of you. had about 200 other demons. I got rid of them that quick. And so now Thank then, uh, look how you feel like you're floating upwards. Feel that feeling? Yes. Okay. How about that? That's wonderful. Thank you. Good luck, Molly. You can do it yourself. Do it yourself. Meditate. Don't medicate. Medication, all that does is just make you darker. Okay? Yes. Yeah, I've been trying. It's just so hard. No, no. It's so easy. Free meditations at DarySpivey.com. The anxiety constantly coming Mm -hmm. on. It's so hard to No, you have to learn learn, learn how to get spiritual gifts. Go to GarySpivey.com and we'll explain Yeah, and Molly, if I don't get to these other calls, I'm going to have an anxiety attack. Thank you, Molly. Okay, thank you. Uh, Let's go to uh, Wasso here and Mitch. Good morning, Mitch. Hey, good morning. What's your question for the world's most gifted psychic, Gary Spivey? (laughs) Well... My question is, um, I'm a full-grown adult, have a full-time job now, and when I was growing up through high school and grade school even, I was always the victim of some harsh bullying. It seemed like it lasted forever. But now, as I'm growing up and I have a job now, I've noticed I have this constant fear of fearing of what other people think about me or what their opinion is of me. Right. And constantly holding me back and i wish i could just be more extroverted and interact with people more but i always have this fear of interaction and i decide in my little corner okay is there anything i can what would your what would be your recommendation well here here's the you know it's sort of like this is a, a weird one here but it's a very big deal uh first of all you have to be on the vibration of truth for all of your angels to connect with you And if you're running around worrying about what other people think, you're not really being yourself, right? Exactly. And so you just want to be you, play yourself in the movie. That's really the only person you can play. And so here we go now. Now I'm going to clear all the little dark energies off of you. And there we are now. I see your big angel connecting with you. And as that happened, you got really hot and warm all over. Your face got warm. Feel your face? Yes. Okay. Now you're you. Now then, you have to just make a habit out of not caring what anybody thinks about anything. Okay. And that's great advice for everybody. You know, live your life for yourself. Uh, Treat people really, 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 really good, but play yourself in the movie. And uh, uh, take care of people, love people, treat people good, but that's who you are. But don't care what other people think. Don't live your life that way. Uh, Let's go to Joy in Henrietta. Hello, Joy. Hello. What's in my home? Funny things are happening. Is that how you describe it? Well, yes. We just want to know if it's my grandmother that is, you know, in the presence in the home and over our newborn baby and our children, or if it's something that's unknown to us. I heard yes. Uh, It's all of the above. Um, 
there's many different things going on in the spiritual dimensions every day, every minute of every day, every second of every day. And so uh, when I look, I do see Grandma, and she, she's warm and fuzzy and great, and I smell food cooking when I tap into her energy, and she's laughing. And so um, the, was she an eater or a cooker? What was her deal? She was a soup cooker and a baker. Okay, and she really did it up, right? Yes, she did. Okay, because I'd look at her, and, I, and all I can do is smell food, and now I see her a little closer, and she says she's cooking it up in heaven. <laughs> and so, so I like her very much, and, uh, and uh, she's around you in spirit, absolutely. Well, uh, Joy just, I guess, got Oops. disconnected from the phone call there, but uh, Joy, if you're listening, uh, the grandma is still around. Podcast.kates.com later today. Okay, uh, we'll move on to Tony in the Wada. Did I take the right job? Well, did you? <laughs> That's the question, Gary. Um, I started about three weeks ago. I love it personally, but my family's kind of uh, upset with the long hours. I just want to make sure it's you know what's in my best interest for my family and everything. Well, I believe it's your. I believe you took the right job, really the right job. That's what I think, and okay. it's a, and it's the kind of job that you got to give it all you got, or it doesn't work. Exactly. And so, and so I think just you're doing what you should do. Um, I think everybody needs more money to pull off everything around the house that you got to do. And so you have to go make the money. And so uh, that means that you got to work more than seven hours a day. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. My wife's just upset with the hours, but I really love the job. It's great. Yeah. Well, your wife needs to go find her a job. <laughs> <laughs> she got a job? No, she's a stay-at-home mom. she got too much time on her hands. There we are. Let her go get her a job. <laughs> right? I think she's being really unreasonable and totally, utterly ridiculous. I wouldn't necessarily say that all to her at once. <laughs> yeah. But you I'm could. Sometimes, well, no, sometimes the truth will set you free, and I think you need to say it. <laughs> set you free is right, Gary. No, hey. she's, not going any, she's not going anywhere. She just needs somebody to control because she's a bit of a control freak. Okay. Good Thank luck, you, Tony. Tony. Good luck. Good. All right. Bye, Tony. <laughs> He's a believer now. Uh, let's go to Sepulpa and Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Hello. I heard that something that really tragic happened Monday. I'm sorry about your dad and everything. Uh, what's going on? Like since uh, that, that happened, are you you're looking for some some answers? Yeah, I I believe I'm a little intuitive, and I I've been able to see and hear spirits. Very much. Little. Yeah, very much so. You don't yeah. doubt yourself. I see that you're really, really gifted. Yes, thank you. Um, I've always thought I was. I just never knew for sure. But um, when my mother-in-law died last year, I was. she came to me and spoke to me and caught me off guard, and I answered her just thinking she was there, and then I realized that oh, she's not here. And then my dad died of lung cancer yeah, um, Monday, and I just wanted to know if he was okay and make sure he's not suffering and all that, and if he's going to come and see me. No, <laughs> oh, well, you're, you're very sweet. I, I think that heaven's real close to your head. When I look at you, um, I can see that it's not hard for you to, to see them in heaven, and I think that he'll come and see you. I see several family members around you is what I see, um, and uh, I, I see him very close in. Notice how one hand got tingly right then or warm or something. Do you, you feel that? Yes. Okay, he's holding your hand. So that's pretty close. And so I'm just seeing him touching you and uh, and loving you. And so 
uh, you'll you'll find that it won't be very hard for you to communicate, especially when you uh, get ready to go to sleep. I think you see them closer when you get ready to go to sleep or when you're waking up in the morning. Yes, I that's do. Your, that's your easiest time to see them, right? Yes. Yeah. Is. Well, that's an mm-hmm. alpha state that you're naturally in, that in-between awake and asleep state. That's where people are the most uh, spiritually uh, in tune. And so mm-hmm. I see that uh, they'll come to visit you in the mornings. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Good thank you, Jessica. Thank you. All right, let's go to Jeremy here in Eufaula. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? Good. You uh, have a son, and your son's been choking? Yes. Okay, and you're trying to get to the bottom of that? Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Gary, I have a 10-year-old son who plays in the backyard with me, and when I pitch to him in the batting cages, hits the ball all over the park. You know, in football, he plays well in practice. And then when game time shows up, he disappears. It's like... It's like he has mental letdowns when when everybody's around and watching. And I want to know, is this something he's going to grow out of? Is there a, some sort of choking demon hanging over his head? Well, it's more of a, you know, if you, you know, the, the shrink would probably call it like performance anxiety. Like when he's getting ready to perform, it would be like stage fright, you know? Mm-hmm. And, right. um it's really weird. I used to have this. I used to feel really nervous when I would walk out in front of, like, you know, a 1,000 people or 2,000 people or something crazy. And now I, I'm just as comfortable doing that as, as, you know, it's not a problem. But what happens is he's feeling the vibrations of all those people looking at him at one time, and he's very energy sensitive. And so uh, all he has to do to overcome this is to, this will sound a little silly, but you project love to the, to the audience. And then they're going to love you, and that's the that's the trick. You just love everybody out there, and then they're going to love you back. And so, if you tell him that little trick and say, "Look at that audience. I want you to, you know, look at the bleachers. I want you to project love," and that's uh, that's all he's got to do, and he won't have that feeling now. It just cleared a little dark energy that had him a little messed up. He'll feel a whole lot better now. All right, thank you. Good luck. Thank you very all much. Right. <laughs> Every Tuesday, the psychic to the stars, Gary Spivion. Good morning, Gary. Hey, good morning. Hi, Gary. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. Thank where, you, guys. Where, uh, where are you calling from today, Gary? Where in the world is Gary Spivey? Uh, I'm in North Carolina today. It's okay. really pretty. Very nice. Uh, by the way, if you don't have a Gary today, let me give you the number. It's 1-800-827-GARY. You can call that number for a private reading if you don't get on with Gary today. 1-800-827-GARY. We have lots of questions, so let's uh, get started today with Yolanda. Good morning. Say hi to Gary and ask your question. Oh, hi, Gary. Hi. Hi, I'm calling because um, I just, uh, my mom passed away last year, and I just wanted to um, see if she's at peace or if she's okay. Uh, she's wearing a really pretty kind of blue teal outfit. <laughs> she's twink, uh, she's twinkling the material with her fingers, you know. Okay. And so I don't know what that means to you, but it means she looks really pretty. She shows okay. me she she feels good. She's uh, dressed up. Uh, she she's just showing me, you know, her in really good shape and dressed up and looking pretty. And so I think that's younger. That's how she always was. And yeah, so, she was always dressed up. Yeah, she was. Always, she always. Yeah, she liked making sure she looked good for everyone. So. Yeah, and so when she shows me that that's how she is now, uh, she says, "Remember her young, dressed up, pretty, looking good." She shows me new shoes. She loves shoes. She just shows me all these things. And, okay. Uh, so her heaven is very much just 
perfect and, and she got older as she got older you know she was beat up of course and um, yeah, but she says she's brand new she feels happy she's around you all the time she holds your hand uh, when you think of her uh, she says she always hangs out with you on Sunday mornings and so and so does that make sense to you yes that does <laughs> how come why is that well um, Sunday was very big for us I mean um, so then we would go to church too sometimes so I'm thinking maybe that's why together right Yes, yes, she was a litany. Yeah, because she says she still hangs out with you. And so so to let you know, if you go to church, she's with you. Okay. (laughs) I miss her all the time. I bet. She loves you. She says she loves you. Big kisses, big kisses. She's blowing kisses. And she loves all the, I see children. She loves them. She's talking about all the people she loves. She goes on and on and on. Okay. Yeah. All right, Yolanda, you have a great day, okay? Oh, thank you so much, guys. All right, you're welcome. Bye, Bye, Yolanda. Bye-bye. All right, let's jump to Paul. Good morning. Say hi to Gary and ask your question. Hi, good morning, Gary. I have a question uh, in regards to... Hi, good morning. I have a question in regards to my workplace. Actually, uh, it's a business where I'm located. It's become very financially restraining and stressful. Do you see the situation improving? Um, I know it's a lack of traffic sort of a situation uh, for everyone out there. Uh, where, Where do you see me going? Hmm. Okay, well, I see you doing more stuff online, uh, is what I see. Um, I'm not sure if it's um, eBay, Amazon, so, I mean, different. there's different things that it feels like if you develop a, a, that market more, uh, that that's a, a money market for you somehow. And uh, But um, Craigslist, you know, anything online, online marketing, and it feels like that uh, absentee the um, expense of where you are that that will help you but even uh, if you do this marketing online I see that you'll be okay and I also see someone else coming and there's an opportunity that someone moves inside of your location with you uh, that's almost like in a kiosk situation to where they do really well you're going to have a kiosk situation to where they do really well and you may have another situation where you do a kiosk somewhere else and you do really well so there's kind of these little bitty uh, satellites that are going on that are going to make everything in the cash flow again and that's what I see okay do so you see me staying where I am I think you have the opportunity to do that. I see someone sharing the rent with you. And then I see you also doing a kiosk, a little kiosk for yourself somewhere else with lots of traffic that brings it back to the mother store. So that's what I see. Okay. Makes sense. Well, let us know how that goes, Paul. Good luck, Paul. Thanks so much. All All right. right. Bye-bye. Christine, remember when you wanted to uh, start a hot dog cart in Pacific Beach? I did. Yeah. I don't know why. Probably a good thing you did. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah, it now does. I want a hot dog. You guys want a hot dog? I know. Dog. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> well, it sounded like fun until I realized I'd have to sit there all day. Yeah. Well, it's but you, it's people watching, eating hot yeah. dogs, and people watching at the beach. Perfect. Let's sign up. Well, there really are no hot dog carts in San Diego. No, it's probably still a all these years later. All right, listen. If you don't get out with Gary today and you have a hot dog stand uh, and you want to call <laughs> for a private reading, you can call one eight hundred eight two seven Gary. Uh, that's 1-800-827-GARY. You can also jump on Gary's website at GarySpivey.com. Okay, let's jump right back into questions. Uh, we have some good ones. Let's uh, go to Serena. Good morning. Say hi to Gary and ask your question. Good morning, Gary. Morning. Um, I have a brother that's had a lot of drug problems, and he's been in and out of jail. And he most recently had uh, you know, a slip-up here a couple, couple of months ago, and... Um, He's out now, but we just don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. We're, we're hoping for rehab, but we just don't know what's going to happen, if he's going to get 
more jail time or, or what's going to happen. So I wanted to see what, what you thought. Well, you know, here's what I see. Um, I, I think sometimes you have to be aware of, of this. And so it's kind of rare that I hear this particular answer for you. But I think it's really uh, an answer that will give you sanity. Uh, uh, it may not be the answer you want to hear. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. There's no right answer. That's the answer. The, the answer okay. is there's, there's no right answer. Because if you do everything wrong for, for years, for a long period of time, you'll bury yourself underneath all of your wrongdoings and your wrong decisions and your mistakes and your malicious intents because you're on drugs or what. Make sense? It makes sense. Let me quote you. It makes sense. That means you didn't hear me. You see what I'm saying? So as long as you attach to there is some right answer and you can right all of these incredible wrongs that your brother's done and got hung up in, uh, you're not going to fix the mess, in other words. And so you have to realize there's no right answer. And this is designed to waste your time. That's what this is designed to do. And so mm-hmm. rather than doing something, you know, that's um, uh, to help your situation, other family members' situation, take care of people you love, you're, you're wasting your time on this, on this particular piece of drama where there's no right answer right now. Okay. So just let mm-hmm. it be. There we go. Feel how you're, you got warm in your head, your hands, your feet. Feel all that going on? I do. Okay, well, that means I told you the truth, and you actually got it. Now, you should spread the word with the other family members so they quit wasting their time. I will, I will. And just one more quick question. My mother, um, she's actually out of the country, but she's been consumed with this as well, and we've wondered, is she going to return to the States? Do you see her ever returning to the States? I think she's much happier when she's not around it. Mm. And so so, uh, that's uh, maybe later, but not right now. And so, and I think that's okay. So, you see a period of time, maybe? No, I don't. Because okay. it feels like that she's just sort of floating like a stick in the river. And so, uh, but, but you've got lots of other things you can think about attached to. When you think of nothing but this, it will totally consume you. And then you'll have the same bad luck that your brother has. So you're, you're taking on that energy. You can't take it on for him. That's like taking on another person's karma, and that's what you're doing. And a lot of people do that. And I'm not saying don't wish him love, help him out, but you've already done that about a million times and a million and one times, right? Yeah, you're right. Okay. All right, time to let him worry worry about his problems. You know, Serena, and, just remember uh, how you felt that, that second that you said, uh, just let it go. Remember go. Mm-hmm. It, how good you felt? Just remember that mm-hmm. feeling uh, because the more positive you are, then the more positive things are going to happen. And if you guys would have already already let him kind of hit bottom and bounce a little harder, uh, you really, uh, he wouldn't even have his, problem, have his problems now. He would have actually woke up because, see, when you got the, everybody helping every minute and letting you be an idiot like him, like he's been, mm-hmm. what happens is you enable him. So quit being the enabler, okay? Good luck, Serena. Right, Serena, good luck to you. Okay? Thank you, guys. Thank you, Gary. Good luck, honey. All good right, luck. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Jessica. Good morning. Say hi to Gary and ask your question. Hi, Gary. Um, I'm just calling to ask about my love life. Um, I was in a couple long relationships. I've been single for a while now. And um, <clears throat> the last one kind of like stuck with me for a while, made me feel bad and I'm just, you know, I feel really much better now, but I'm wondering, like, will I ever find the person that I'm going to marry or be in love with again? 
well, here's what I hear. I hear the next one's a keeper. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, you, you've you've had some real real doozies. But however, you know, you're not really holding a grudge. You're not really angry. You've moved on. You got through it in your head and in your heart and your emotions and your spiritual energy. I mean, I think you're a wonderful person, and uh, uh, that's good not to hold a grudge. Uh, you know, through the pain. You know that you you suffered. And I actually see a really great guy coming your way within the next two months, and he may even show up in the next two weeks. And so, yeah. So okay. keep your eyes keep your eyes open. But I do see I feel a soulmate energy coming, and uh, it looks like it'll be almost too good to be true, and it scares you a little bit. Uh, but yeah. just let it happen, okay? Sounds scary, but thank you, <laughs> right, Jessica. Good, good luck, luck to you, okay? Thanks, Gary. All right, bye, Jessica. Bye, bye. All right, if you didn't get on with Gary today, 1-800-827-GARY. That's never for a private reading, or you can jump on Gary's website at GarySpivey.com. Gary, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Larry is worried that a guy's going to mess up his job for him. Uh, and then, geez, Catherine says, my job's going away pretty soon. Um, should I just quit now? But first, this this seems pretty serious. Uh, Martha, your uncle, was he a smoker? Is that his deal? Yeah, he smoked for like a long time. And he got the throat cancer? Yeah, and the thing is that they already operated him like four times. And because um, they like had a, made a hole on his throat, so it's not healing as fast as the doctor wants him to. And like his saliva, he can't, you know what I mean? He can't, he tells him to, you know, like try to, you know, throw your saliva and it doesn't even go through. Like <sighs> it's, it's not, it doesn't go down. <laughs> By his throat, so I'm just concerned. Well, so, but you said they might want to do another surgery? Yes, again. So he's been having four already within the last two months. And is the question, should he go ahead with the surgery? Well, I'm just saying, is there, does he see him getting better or not? The thing is that my grandparents are coming by the end of the month, and they don't know how serious my uncle is. So I'm just concerned about my grandparents taking it really bad. Here's what I'm seeing. Um, This is sort of a crazy answer back at you, but uh, the problem is the surgeries have cut off some of the circulation in the area that has to become healed, okay? Uh So there's not enough oxygen that's going to the cells in that area for it to Uh heal. So that's the reason there's no healing. It's kind of like a person that's a diabetic and has, you know, the sores on their feet or legs. And so uh, the only thing that I see that will work really well would be a hyperbaric chamber, and so, and I'm sure they've got those in Las Vegas. And so, but if he could go into a hyperbaric chamber, this will give a tremendous amount of oxygen. And it looks like that everything will heal up for him. The problem is now lack of oxygen to the tissue. So the tissue is decaying and it can't decay because then it's going to put him in a serious questionable situation where he'll live or die. And so, but that's right. what I, so that's where it is, right? And so the hyperbaric chamber will save his life. That's, that's what I read. And among other things, his doctors are doing great, but that's something that is a little bit out of the box, but it really will work. I've seen it many times, and that came to my head, okay? So is that like a machine that he needs yep. to? Well, no, it's remember, right hey, remember when Michael Jackson used to get in the, in the thing? Yeah. That, mm-hmm. That's what that is. Right. And it just gives a giant push of oxygen through your through all of your cells, and uh, it's it's just oxygen. That's all it is. It's just to flood your system with oxygen. And so, but that's really, as I see it, that will heal up this issue because because of what what it is. Okay. okay. Hyperbaric can you chamber. Can you tell me the name again? I'm sorry. Hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> hyperbaric. Sorry, I'm, in, I'm at work, so it's like hyper hyperbaric. hyperbaric. Remember hyper, like really hyper, and then baric. Mm-hmm. 
Hyperbaric, hyperbaric chamber. That's what I see. Okay, honey? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. I was going to try and Google really quick and see if, if there was one around. But there's places know. around. Yeah, there's oh, I'm places. I'm sure there are. Yeah, that you can go to. There's got to be. Larry, why is this coworker of yours going to mess up your job? Well, the reason why he's doing that is he has an issue with people of uh, different colors who are not his own. He is a member of uh, a known biker gang, I don't want to say. Um, the thing with that is that he has threatened other people not only with their lives. So I'm a parts runner, and I deliver parts to uh, one of the places where he, he's at. And he just comes up to me and always tries to pick a fight. And this last time I said, look, I have no problems. And he made it a problem and called the main office and made it a big problem. So right now um, I'm debating, you know, uh, on what's going to happen. I'm kind of like freaking out over it. Sure. Okay, here's what I see. I don't think, I think nothing will happen. Uh, I think this is sort of a known problem that happened with even somebody who worked for this company that you work for before you. And so uh, I see he's done this before. Somebody's aware of it, and I think they're going to know this. So I don't think anything will happen. I think you're okay. I don't think they're going to, you know, fire you, if that's your question. Well, uh, okay. Well, that was that's a big relief. But the whole thing about it, though, is since I deliver parts, uh, is my position going to stay the same as delivering the parts and well, I, I think you you know I think you know I think the, the, your position can stay the same uh, but however I don't it looks like you, if you talk to them and make them aware of, of really what the issue yeah. and I think you already have I think they're going to figure out a situation where somebody else will deliver stuff to this place you, you're going to get around this you're going to work right through it yeah I mean you've told your boss that this guy's harassing you right well we all know that we all know that, and even my boss knows that. Even my boss doesn't want to go there because he, he himself is of a different color. I said, you know, I don't want to say he's the guy, you know, whatever, but we all try to avoid confrontation. Sure, sure, sure. So Biker A-Hole, is he the, is he the main man? Does he own this other place? No, he doesn't own. He just works for a particular division of the company. Why can't you guys just go, hey, look, is, if this guy is still there, we're not delivering anymore because this guy's not cool? Uh, because uh, what we do is maintenance on the pieces of equipment that he has. Okay. And my part is, my job is to deliver parts to the mechanics out there. And when they need help from us, they call us to go out there and help with the service of this stuff. So there's no other way to avoid it. Right. So we try not to um, go there as much as well, we here's, here, here's what I see. I see this particular person going away within about two months, maybe even six weeks. Uh, I see this person, um, I don't know if he loses the job or gets another job, but he moves totally away. And I see him moving, uh, I think, to California or something. And so I see him out of your face. And so it's sort of organically fixing itself. Uh, Hang so, in there. Yeah, so you'll get through this. But I see, you know, you're okay. They're not going to fire you. They understand. They're on your side. Okay? I just got cold chills all over my body when you said that. Yeah, okay. you're okay, buddy. You'll be okay. <laughs> Hang in there, Larry. It's a big relief. Thank you very much, guys. That's like, man, that's like schoolyard bully, in it, but adult style. That's yeah. just that's ridiculous. Which is the worst. Oh, awful. Catherine, you know straight out you're losing your job. 
Yeah, yeah, they're closing <laughs> the building down. Oh no! What kind of place? What kind of place is it? Um, I don't. It's a. I don't know if I can. It's just a big warehouse type. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't want to get specific. I just. I didn't know if it was a casino or a whatever. No, no, not a casino. Um, I, I think it's more of a. You know, I know. I'm really. It sounds like it'd be such an easy decision to make on what to do, but I just don't know what to do. I know what I want to do. I don't know if it's right. And what are the choices? I don't know. Do I do I just go get a new job now with less pay and quit? Do I wait it out with a possible job opportunity that's still temporary? Uh, I just don't know what the right thing to do is, and it's driving me nuts. Yeah, I think I would wait it out because here's what I see. Uh, now, is there an office from this big warehouse that will remain opened somewhere else? Yes. Okay. They're going to hire you for that. Uh, is it right to move across the country, though? <laughs> well, I think you're no. I think they're going to put a little satellite office. No, I see another little satellite office thing. They're going to have to keep going, um, and so that's that's how I see it. And they may not even know this yet, but I see you getting hired for that. So just kind of hang out. Wait it so out. So you say wait it out. Yeah. And I, I've always said uh, it's easier to get a job when you got a job. Uh huh. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah, well, she, you'll see it coming, you know, and, and so I think you can wait it out. And, you know, of course, you can always go get a job, I think, anytime. I, I believe you won't have a hard time finding a job. Uh, but uh, I believe uh, you're going to get a pretty good job that's a little better than the one you have where you are uh, because they're going to have to open, keep a little satellite business there. So that's what I see. Huh. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Well. There we are. <laughs> hang out for that, then. Why is the world's greatest yeah. psychic, lady? Turn down for what? Right? I'm just going to be like all the other jobs. You can just wait. <laughs> That's right. There you are. That's right. You'll be okay. Great. Good stuff. Have I'm a great day. a little bit better. You too. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. That's good. 1-800-827-GARY. 1-800-827-GARY. Super Psychic Spivey, who's in North Carolina, and that's a, he's at his best. Right. Uh, when when he is there. So make sure you call and get your uh, private reading. All right, buddy. Okay. There you Let's go. Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number is 1-800-217-5336, and I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.